You're listening to the Freight Hub Podcast with Luis Lopez. How many assholes we got on this ship anyhow? God, what an idiot. Oh, no more Yankee, my Winky. That is wrong. Would you stop slapping that thing? Good afternoon, guys. Uh, This is Luis Lopez again here on the Freight Hub podcast. I got a really special guest, somebody I've known for a long time, Uh, been in this industry 15 years, Matthew Schiffer with Justa. And uh, Justa is a 4PL. They're in the logistics uh, space. Um, Matthew is here to speak a little bit about his company uh, and find, uh, and we can discuss a little bit about synergies, what 4PL, 3PL is, and what innovative things uh, your company's doing. Matthew, a little intro on yourself. You can give me an idea how long you've been in the industry, uh, sure. where you live, uh, you know, what do you do for fun? What's, what's yeah. like, what, what do you got going on? So, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Lewis. Um, you know, this wasn't um, something that I typically do or wanted to do, but uh, I think this is an amazing space for our industry that, you know, nobody's really doing right now. So, you know, I decided to jump at the chance to, to talk to you about, what we do and just have a casual conversation. So like you said, I've, I've been in the industry here in Miami for 15 years. I've uh, been in logistics for about 20 or so. don't want to show my age, but um, so I, I've been in the 3PL space uh, for about that 15 years, you know, being in a 3PL for the, those of you that know, it's third-party logistics, basically non-asset based carriers that's handling um, cargo from A to Z. And you know, that includes warehousing sometimes we're using third parties, to, to manage on a contract basis or whatever that might be for your, for your customers. And then, um, you know, at Justa, what we do mostly is, you know, we, we portray ourselves more as a, a technology company. So in that 4PL space, it's, we're not necessarily managing the transportation, um, but we're managing in it where, where uh, we don't have to make the bookings with carriers and things of that sort. We're, we're managing those 3PLs or even directly down to the asset-based providers such as yourselves. Right. Perfect. So, so a little bit about myself, uh, for those that are new to the podcast, uh, we're an asset based, uh, carrier, and we also offer warehouse and distribution services on the public, uh, neutral side. We're not a freight forwarder. We're not doing international freight. We depend on a customer like yourself to connect that international aspect with the domestic aspect, or in the, in the case of the four PL connect the three PL and the carrier, to that that original source of where that's being manufactured or or where ultimately it's going to end up depending on what side of the the spectrum you're on um i've known you now for a good 10 years we've had a lot of conversations and and absolutely right you know the reason why we did we're doing this podcast is because i want to have those conversations on a platform because in general if you're talking about international freight 3pl 4pl most of the time that when we come down to the conclusion that this is an outdated industry that requires a lot of disruption um, in order to to move up to the modern time and that these conversations hopefully <clears throat> engage other people in the industry to say, hey, you know what, maybe it's time to do something different. And I know you guys are doing something different. I know we're doing something different with our technology. We're ultimately a service provider doing local last mile, full truck load nationwide and container drainage. And combining that with a technology platform that's giving the user uh, either either the broker, forwarder, an Uber-like experience. And that's ultimately our mission statement. That's what we're trying to do. So yeah. with Justa, what is your mission statement? What are you trying to pitch to a customer? So if, I, if you can give me a, in two sentences, I'm a potential customer, how do you pitch me and who do you pitch to? Yeah, so um, Justa, we're part of 
um, a larger corporation called Foxconn. Um, you know, we're the only registered um, transportation provider for them. Um, Foxconn is one of the world's largest counter, um, contract manufacturers. So what our tagline is, if you so to speak, is from component to consumer. So everybody's talking about visibility and that visibility train has been rolling for, for a few years now. And, and, and the key is what is the visibility? So everybody's got to this place. So I have this website, I can track shipments and, you know, there's your visibility. Well, we go deeper, you know, we go back into the manufacturing side of the business. So where, you know, you have your transistors or, you know, semiconductors, we can actually train, track that through our system, through our platform from an inventory level all the way through the shipment level to your end user. So um, while most forwarders or, or 4PLs are just starting from that finished goods or maybe the raw material into the manufacturing plant, we're going even deeper. So yeah, for sure. And that and that's interesting because a lot of the industry, even now, and I agree with you, a lot of people are talking about all this technology for the past few years. But when you really like look at it, and in my opinion, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors because when you start opening it up and you see what's really inside of these so-called technologies, a right. bunch of people entering exactly. data manually. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, I mean, we deal with 4PLs now because we also do 3PLs and we have to, you know, depending on the customer choice, whoever they use. But, you know, like you said, what what is the 4PL solution? Is it, hey, I'm going to send you a spreadsheet. You got to fill it out and then I'm going to put it online for my customer and I got to enter that in manually. Right, right. right exactly. So, so if there, you're not connected or integrated, yeah. then... You're you're lost, and that right. that's where we're going. We're we're and such as yourself, and we're 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 going through all the integrations that you can. And yeah, and and that's a great point, and and that's a great topic to to discuss for the next couple of minutes. Because like while you when you do create an operating system that provides data analytics and provides visibility, provides a map, the next real real interesting topic of conversation is really integration. Because, for example, for me, I much rather provide you that data on an integration and you not even have to use my platform. That's the end result. Maybe right. not right away, but you've got to start with an operating system that builds data in order to get that into that scale of wanting to integrate with a provider. But, yeah, the end game, I think, isn't technology, visibility, Uber-like experience long term. It's about how many different entities can you integrate with so that they can retrieve your data and not right. have to see that data on a third-party application. Right. Yeah, so you have the big data, and then, you know, how do you get that data? Do you go through the IoT, and, and you know, what are you connecting with? It, it's not just a carrier or a truck, you know. Could it be the steamship line itself, you know, the airline, all that stuff is already there, but what if you go down to the, the carton, or what if you go down to the pallet, right? So the, your, your goods are moving on the pallet, and maybe that pallet you can track all the way through the system, you know, and, and from Asia all the way through Ohio, you know, maybe Columbus. Right. Well, you're a Columbus guy, right? You're a a Buckeye fan. You're a Buckeye fan, Cleveland uh, Cavaliers fan, right? So, yeah. yeah. So I agree with you 100%. And it's it's about you first got to create that platform in order to to get that data going to somewhere. And then it's, well, you know, we're in an industry where you're mostly talking EDI-based applications that in reality, nobody's investing in money in that now. Everybody's talking these API, API. cloud-based, open uh, source uh, applications. And then, yeah, it's integration. Like, you know, for example, our application, Truck Hub, um, it's, it's not meant to be uh, an accounting software. So we connect our application with QuickBooks, and QuickBooks has a whole marketplace mm-hmm. and written instructions on how you integrate with QuickBooks because our typical carrier that we would love to, uh, to provide software as a service to is using QuickBooks. Right. If you're a trucking fleet owner of 50 trucks or less, you're not creating your own accounting software using QuickBooks. And if right. you're using QuickBooks, you're probably manually 
uh, using delivery orders in order to dispatch your drivers. Yep. What we're saying is like integrate QuickBooks with our truck hub software and now provide one experience for your dispatchers and your drivers yeah. that can be end to end. And I think that's for us as a 4PL that it's offering SaaS solutions, you know, to our customers, something to, to team up and that synergies that we talked about that maybe we can discuss too with, with, you know, freight hub is, you know, you're, you're going to that lower end with the carriers that are asset based and selling your software solution on how would we integrate that with ours for our customers and, you know, that type of visibility. Where, right, right. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, you know, thinking forward, thinking, thinking two, three years, if we had a hundred carriers with average 50 truck right. fleets in our operating system on a subscription based platform, then you've now created that critical yeah. mass that and I can then you go almost up. have a dedicated fleet. Yeah. So right? then, but, but then yeah. I can go to a, a guy like you and say, Hey, you know what? I got all these carriers. I'm not looking you see. And let's make this clear. I'm not interested in a marketplace. I'm not looking to capitalize revenue by saying, Hey, you got to give me a percentage of the cut. Right. If I keep on getting subscribers on our software, all we're trying to do is, Hey, you know what? I have the relationship mm-hmm. with just that. Let me connect our system with theirs mm-hmm. so that Justa would in theory rather work with a truck hub software right. uh, service carrier compared yeah. to maybe a McLeod or a third party that yeah. maybe doesn't have any integration. Yeah. And that's really the end game is not only to build an operating system that carriers can work on and be more efficient, but also is to reach out to these big, you know, digital dot giants like a TQL, a <laughs> Nolan, a, a CH Robinson, that's you right. guys and say, hey, you know what? I have all these subscribers. They're all providing us all this data analytics. I have it in our system. You're getting these automatic emails. You have access to the platform, but in reality, I'd rather push that data to your operating system, get it to your customer quicker. Right. And that's ultimately the goal, but we got to create scale. We need to we need to have these platforms yep. to discuss what the operating system does because the biggest problem we face is that the trucking industry in general is outdated. They don't want to invest money. A typical trucking company owner doesn't want to spend a dollar in technology. They'd rather run, run their fleet the way they're running it. Cause mm-hmm. you know what, for the past 10 years they've done it and it works. Right. But that's where you can, get in, you can get into, to sales with, with the end customer, right? You, you have somebody such as ourselves that you're selling the software solution. We're selling to the customer. The customer can mandate, Hey, I only want to use freight hub software, you know, and then you have to find these carriers that, that, that use that software. And then they have that end invisibility, you know, um, and then those carriers that say, hey, that's great lane, great volume, things like that. And if it's a minimal fee on the subscription, you know, then it's a, it's a no-brainer, right? Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. So we're looking to launch our software as a service sometime in 2020, but keep it right now proprietary so that we can improve that software. Every day our engineers are working with dispatchers for drage, dispatchers for last mile delivery, right. disp- dispatchers for full truckload, and they're giving them these these service providers, these guys that are actually in the trenches doing day-to-day operations are giving engineers direct information on what needs to improve on the software for them to be more efficient. Mm -hmm. You know, look, there's a lot of really smart MIT guys. There's a lot of really smart tech guys that can create amazing code, but is it really able to be implemented in our industry? Right. Right. Because you got to know the industry. Yeah. And and that's the thing. I mean, look, if if I, if I would have found the software similar to what I created, Two years ago, I would have just paid the subscription. Yeah. I'm not interested in creating software if I didn't need to. Right. I only did this because I had no choice. I, 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 I move three modes of transport. I don't only do one mode of transport. What software out there can handle container drage, last mile delivery, and full truckload? Mm-hmm. Right. So 
in reality, I just did this because I needed to do it in order to improve my business. I'm, I'm going on vacation. I don't have to worry about getting an email from my, my, my departments. I can log into a platform, see exactly where every order is, yep. see what the problems are, and have an, a, a map that allows me to have an, a holistic view of what, what my business is running and how it's, how it's running that day or that week. So, yep. you know, for me, it's changed the way I've run my business. Yeah. And that's, and that's what we're trying to do on the, on the global scale, you know, um, dealing with asset based players, um, such as yourselves and, and even three PLs where we can go back and get that, that visibility, but the data to be able to give our, our customers the KPIs that they're looking for. Right. So we can set the KPIs and manage those carriers from a four PL perspective. Say you're not coming, uh, within the scope or, or the set KPIs that, um, you know, the customer's mandated and then, you know, you get a scorecard or, or whatever that might right, be. Right, so right, right. you can do that on the, the vendor management and, and things like that. It's not, that's not new, um, but we're just going deeper to be able to do it with the manufacturers. Yeah, you're, well. you're getting yeah. much more granular yeah. and now you're looking at KPIs that actually are with real data, not back at back office manual data entry that maybe, you know, it's a little flawed by 10%. You know, mm-hmm. Because like, look, in reality, everybody understands a, right. a scorecard. Everybody here, no matter what business you're in, you can right. understand a scorecard, A, B, C, D, or, mm-hmm. or F, right? And like, at the end of the day, it should be simple. Right. Like, nobody has time to look at graphs and look at reporting for 45 an hour and have to like dissect this in a way right. that they're like, oh, yeah, break it down. Like, nobody wants to do that anymore. <clears throat> People want graphs, animation. They want to see things that it's easy to understand because everybody's busy. Yep. Like and and another reason why I think yep. our operating system makes the most sense because when when you're a small trucking fleet, fifty trucks or less, you can't spend two weeks yep. training somebody that is onboarded. Yep. You got four or five hours, right? Where a lot of traditional server based t- TMSs are are saying, you know what, we need to have a week. We're gonna fly in our our, our support team to train your staff. Yep. We don't have that capability. Right. We have four or five hours. We're getting we're hiring millennials, guys out of college with little to no freight experience, and building the culture. Right, and that's but the I other thing. That, that's a good thing that you're you touched on that everybody's busy too. Is that you want to make sure that you're pushing the data out and you're not sitting there waiting for your customer to ask what you know what's going on. So if you have that real time data that you know able to be pushed, whether it be through those emails once it delivers, with be able to upload the you know, the PODs and things like that, that they're looking for to be able to build their customers because everybody wants their cash flow, right? Moving fast. Yeah, automated so, a- automated emails for us, yeah. which is like not that big of a deal, is a huge selling no, point But it's us. it's it's the fact that your drivers are able to initiate that as soon as it's delivered. Absolutely, right? yeah. it's mandated. Yeah, it's mandated. So, so at the, our, our app, if, you, if the driver's on the app and he's actually live moving on a truck, the pickup location, delivery location is all geofenced. So the customer is getting real-time updates based mm-hmm. on that app. Right. So that's for us a big ticket item. It's probably the most vital part because mm-hmm. for me, for right now, like I want to add 50 trucks. I can't add 10 more employees to manage 50 trucks. Right. So like we're, we're set up right now to scale 50 trucks. We're not adding employees. All mm-hmm. we're doing is being able to automate these processes that right. two, three years ago were done by 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 people. Yeah, you through, make the phone call. Yeah, make the phone call. Whatever, then you got to get to a truck stop to yeah, fax you've been, the paperwork. You, you've been in the yeah. business long enough. I mean, you have picked up the phone, called the carrier, said, hey, where's the truck? Still do. They, they put yeah, you on hold. Absolutely. They put you on hold. You're on hold for two, three minutes, maybe with some music, maybe with not. Then they say, oh, the driver's 15 minutes away. Yeah. Ninety percent of the time, the driver doesn't show up for another thirty, right. and then you call and call and call. Yeah. Like you're paying for a service, yet you're doing the follow up. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. So, uh, you know, let's, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, just, just kind of have an idea. 
what I, I know you have a, an Instagram account and I've seen that, you know, you like to cook and stuff like this. If you just tell me a little bit about, you know, what are your hobbies? What are the things that kind of motivate you? Um, yeah. You know, just a little bit about you, a little profile about you. Yeah, I mean, I think um, so since we have known each other uh, for a long time, I mean, my life revolves, revolves around the family now. And, and I've been able to find uh, a work life balance here at Justa um, to be able to enjoy that. So I work from the house. I travel a lot more than I used to, but uh, I'm still there to be able to take the kids, you know, to and from school sometimes. Um, just got back into golf um, really this weekend um, to be able to get back out there. So, you know, golfing is one of the things I like to do. And then, you know, we mentioned earlier, I'm a, I'm a huge Buckeye fan. So Buckeye fan, you're, you Buckeye's like to grill, brown. you like, you like yeah. to grill, you like yeah. to grill. So that's something you like to do. So, yeah. yeah so you live in Coral Gables, right. right? You live, you're a local Miami resident. Yeah, um, I think we're almost lifers now for as long as we've been here but yeah 15 years in my awesome awesome yeah so um yeah i appreciate you coming on today and explaining what me. your company does explaining what a 4pl is because at the end of the day there's a big difference between 4pl and 3pl yeah. hopefully people got a little bit of a better understanding what that difference is um i want to say thank you again for uh yeah, being you. on the podcast and uh we'll, we'll meet you guys up uh on the future podcast thanks wrap it up thanks Thank you for listening to the Freight Hub podcast with Luis Lopez. If you liked our show, please leave a comment or review. We hope you'll tune in next time.